So Fiona Eastman joins us today, co-founder of Victorious Promise. We've got to start at the basics. Tell us about Victorious Promise. How did it come about? Victorious Promise started nine years ago. I hasten very much to say not as a knee-jerk reaction, but to uphold a promise that my daughter Victoria asked her brother, her husband of one year, and myself to make, which was that she would make a difference to other young women's journey through cancer. So how old was your daughter? Do you mind me asking? She was 29 years old. Obviously done in her particular memory as well. And, you know, it keeps the memory going. It keeps the memory going, um, but it also fulfills an incredible purpose of being able to ease the journey for other young women in recognition of the challenges that particularly face women of this age group. Um, That's young women particularly from their early 30s up to their late 40s, that have all their own unique challenges, but their challenges are all relevant to each other. If you say yes back nine years ago, for instance, you had that initial chat. What was that chat like, for instance? Can you describe it to us? Victoria um, survived her cancer from diagnosis to passing. The period of time was nine weeks. And it was very intense, nine weeks. And she really, through that time, as understandably, she wanted to know if she was going to survive. One of the times that she was talking about whether she would survive, she said that she really wanted to survive to be able to go on and help other young women with their cancer journey. Victoria, for her 29 years, had experienced a lot of cancer within the family. Uh, When she was nine years old, I had cancer, and she vividly remembered her fears of her mother being ill. Actually, it was uh, my diagnosis with cancer was just six weeks after her grandmother had died of cancer. And and then um, a year before Victoria's um, diagnosis with cancer, her father passed after two and a half years of um, trying to overcome his cancer, but again, it was a, it was a cancer that was a non-survivable one. And I hasten to say here that there are many, many cancers that are very survivable. Um, so I don't wish to sound um, depressing. I'm merely explaining where we came from. And she then <clears throat> wanted to, with her experience, help other young women um, to feel supported and empowered through their cancer. And one of her main aims, as she was a beautician and um, a part-time model, was that she wanted to help other young women to be able to look in the mirror and not see themselves as a cancer victim, but to see themselves as who they were and very much for them to feel that other people remembered who they were and just weren't looking at them as a cancer victim. I think that was one of the toughest things that Vicky found, that, you know, the inevitable mirror above the wash hand basin in the uh, room that she was in at the uh, clinic. And I used to take her to the toilet. And when she was washing her hands, I will never forget the way she couldn't avoid looking at herself in the mirror and the shudder that went down her whole little body 
because she wasn't looking at a person she could recognize. And yet she was the same person inside. And it's so important that everybody, whether you're the person going through cancer or the person that in prime carers, friends, family, whoever, someone that is going through cancer is still them with an added challenge that they've got at that period of time. Where are we now and what do you do as a charity? So nine years down the line, the charity has evolved. Um, as everything should, it has a, it has its own life and it, it evolves and you allow it to evolve by hearing and listening. And as we've supported more and more young women, uh, we were quite quick to realise that to really support the young woman, we needed to support the framework around her. Because while she's going through her cancer, she's got massive concerns for whether it's her parents or her husband, partner, children and many, many instances siblings and so we realized that to fully support the young woman we needed to stretch out and support the entire family and that's what we do we go into the family and we listen to what it is that is going to best ease their journey and that can be in a lot of practical ways it can be an emotional um, support it can be physical support but we listen we understand because every single person has their own unique needs. The charity has been going for nine years, and how's it all going? It is massively rewarding to see and to witness the difference that we are making in the journeys of these young women. And that's both young women that are being supported with our in-person support services, which is only, unfortunately, at the moment available through... Basingstoke and Winchester Hospital. Our next step is to get enough funding to be able to support the young women at Frimley and Guildford Hospital with the same full support of me going to the home, finding out what it is that's going to ease their journey. But on a national basis, we've got our Victoria's Promise app, which any young woman between the ages of 20 and 50 can register via our website, Victoria's Promise, to be able to have access to the app, where they become part of the community of women that have all got on a relevant journey to each other. Sometimes it's the case that through the app they can find someone else that has got a very rare um, cancer like themselves, and they may live in two completely different parts of the British Isles. And that has happened several times, and it's been amazing for those women to connect and be able to really understand each other's journeys and share and support and empower each other. But also it's, it's a place where they can get advice, tips, and also to be able to dump their true raw emotions of what they're going through, which they don't really want to share with their immediate loved ones because they, don't, they want to keep their loved ones as buoyant as possible. Our desire is to build this community. We're very community-minded, and that's one of the reasons why I love being here with Roger because he's all about community and the radio station's all about community. And to me, everybody really understood the power and the strength of being part of a community, many of whom always step up as leaders and many of whom are, are, are people that just want to watch. And that's all right. That's the way community works and that's the way our app works. It's through community and I think we all learned a lot about community during that terrible period of covid 
community speaks an awful lot to how we can hold ourselves and how we can be empowered. When someone is diagnosed with cancer, what it does is it throws them into total chaos. All of us lean either into chaos or we lean into order. But what none of us want is to be thrown to an extreme. When you're diagnosed with cancer, you are thrown to the very extreme of chaos. And when you're in chaos, the outcome of that is you feel huge isolation. And what we do at Victoria's Promise is we try and pull the young woman back more centrally to a place of order and not so far out into chaos and remove isolation. And that enables them to be able to better cope with the rigorous treatment they're going through, but also to be able to keep a better sense of ability and empowerment. And research time and time and time again has shown that if you can bring positivity into the heart and the soul and the minds of a person going through cancer, their ability to get through the treatment is so much greater and it reduces reoccurrence. Very important things that you've just said there, which is great. And that's all about that community feel. And I think that's what you do have and what you've created uh, with Victoria's Promise. Now then, we've been talking about the charity. What do you find tough as a charity? The funding, Roger. Mm. Um, it's extremely hard for small charities. There's a plethora of them and all of them are very worthy. And all of them have their niche. Well, I say all of them. I do find frustrations when charities pop up where there's already a charity fulfilling that space um, because that makes me feel that it's more about the charity than the end user. And I talk on this. This is one of my platforms and um, that a charity should be there if it's filling a space that's not already being filled because every kind person that donates to a charity, they deserve to know that it is fulfilling a specific need that wouldn't otherwise be there. And I'm proud to say that with Victoria's Promise, we are filling a specific need because a lot of our time and funding goes towards practical support in 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 the home and emotional support within the home. And when, for instance, someone's in a position that the diagnosis probably, um, sadly, been changed from um, a surviving one to one that has unfortunately not responded well enough to treatment or has been found at um, a later stage and their prognosis is either that they will be living with cancer, which is a very difficult thing to get your head around, or you will not be able to survive your cancer, which is a horrifying um, position to be in. And we hold the hand and support her and her family through that. The challenge is to ensure that every month we have enough money to meet the financial needs within that framework. And we're very, very, you know, we're very lean with what we do 
Um, and myself, I, I spend a lot of my time on the front line of the support, which I cherish doing and I feel very privileged doing. But we do have services that we have to pay for, the counsellors, the cleaning services, child minding. Um, it can be anything. And when someone is at a point of critical health, it could be going getting someone to go in to change their bed every day, do the laundry, um, walk the dog. It can be anything that supports the family to ease their journey as best we possibly can. The funding is massively hard for small charities because unless someone's been touched by that experience, they wouldn't necessarily hear about the charity. And that doesn't mean to say they're not very charitable people, but their recognition is the big charities that manage to make a massive noise and I'm not hitting the fact that people give to big, big charities, but the needs of the small charities that don't get any support from the government is day-to-day challenging. And our gratitude is huge if someone you know, thinks, OK, I can give £10 to this charity. Well, £10 helps that charity. And if four people give £10, that's paying for a counselling session for a young child that's needing counselling because her mother is in a very precarious position. Well, how meaningful is that? Totally, totally, totally. Fiona, before we disappear, we must uh, ask you how people can get in touch with you and uh, how you can help people, for instance. Oh, thank you, Roger. That's a wonderful opportunity. Um, they can contact us through our Victoria's Promise website and they can email me, Fiona, at victorias, with an S at the end, dash promise.org and I'd be delighted to answer any of your questions if you were interested in the charity at whatever level it was. And um, also, you could perhaps... If you're not doing anything, a week on Saturday, the 9th of September, we have a fundraising event, the Victoria's Promise Summer Party, which is an afternoon of great music with live bands, a bar, great food vendors there, an area for children's entertainment. And so it's a real great afternoon out. Um, If you love music, you'll love the day. If you've got kids that you want to entertain along the way, there's um, great children's entertainment. And the blessing is that every penny that we raise from that event goes on to support these young women that I've been mentioning. So, yeah, it'd be wonderful to hear from you. And whatever it is that you'd like to share with me, I'd love to hear. Fantastic. Uh, give us a reminder of your website address, could you? Yes, of course. So it's www, although rarely do we need to put that in there. It's Victoria's Promise. So the website is Victoria's Promise, all one word, dot org. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Fiona, thank you very much indeed for coming in to explain the charity to us today. Roger, thank you for the opportunity. And again, thank you for having a radio that gives this opportunity for myself and many others to be able to reach out to the community and let the community know what is happening in their community.